spend a um, few minutes now um, just focusing on the last part of chapter 5, Hebrews 5, 10 to 14. Um, let's read these four or five verses and then we... Big member got to be there. Okay. 
Come and get lunch and dinner. I'll feed you, my love. I'll feed you. Wait. I know I'm hungry because every time I'm finishing up a plate and don't have nothing left. Want to get down? anymore man it's done <laughs> this horse long left the barn <laughs> it's a try it. it's a soda it's a root beer not good it doesn't have ice cream or anything like that Oh, I finished my plate, so I, I am very okay, proud. Okay, I'm gonna drink a lot of that, just two steps or something. I, I am so proud of myself. But I'm gonna get the rest of the flavor. It's not good for you, anyways. Are you hungry? You don't have lunch, my love. We only have these sodas. Can I, babe, babe? Can the kids have like Mount Dew or something like that or not? No? Mom, you see how she look at you? Yes! Yes! Are you off today? The rest of the day? <laughs> he just took a sip of fruit beer. Is that bad? Mount Dew has a ton of Bouncing off the wall. 
Mountain Dew has caffeine? Says who? Yeah. You want a bite of chicken? Yeah. It's good. Real good. Water. Okay, after Micah finishes, you can have some. Guys, these toys are not ours. Let's put it back. We need to figure out something about it. Come on, come on, come on, everybody. We need to put it all back. What? Okay, but this is not ours, right? Okay. No, 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 no. Go get the other toys. I'm not playing. I need to go. We need to put this back because this is not ours. It's the people who have the daycare, so we cannot play with that. Okay, perfect. No, no, this is not ours, my love. We're gonna leave it here. Why, my love? Why didn't you? We just need to put the letter. Put it back on the letter. Watch out, this is this is X. X is right here. Uh, oh, X is right here. W is right here. H is right here. Y. W X Y. Guys, watch out. E w. Guys, 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 guys. Oh, I know, my love, I know. I just need to get it done quickly. Okay. U, V, uh, E, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Okay, nobody touches this. I need to get it done, you guys. It's very difficult. I need to get it done. Yeah. Possible contestant for becoming a daycare person. Or, uh, oh, hi! How are you? <laughs> good, good, good. Cammy, Cammy. Uh, hi, hi, hi. Awesome, awesome. This is Yaya. Yaya, hi. So I have two kids. Okay. One, she's 20 months. Okay. Is, uh, like one year, two months. Okay. So, she's uh, what, what age again? 28 months. 28 months. That's, uh, the minimum is two and a half years. So, two and a half years is. Uh, she would be two and a half by September. Okay, I think in September she can come. Yeah, can you explain to me the program, the tuition? I'll, um, one second. I'll give you the person who, um, I mean, she would be excited.
exactly two years and a half by September 29th. It's two years. As long as it's above two years and a half, that's what we're permitted to have. So let me uh, see. I mean, we can do the, the process and then she can start. Cor correct, correct. More likely, he's talking about being trained and obeying God's word to the point that we eventually become righteous and perfect in our Christian walk with God. Amen? Mm -hmm. Remember here he said that, if you skip with me to verse 14, he said, But solid food belongs to those who are full of age. That is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised. Okay? So those who are mature have their senses exercised and those who are immature don't have any exercise or any experience. Now, he's using the exact same two words later on in Hebrews 12, 11, And that's what he's saying in Hebrews 12, 11. All discipline for the moment seem to be joy, seem not to be joyful, but sorrowful. Yet to those who are being exercised, those who are being trained, is the exact same word he just used in verse 14. Um, yeah, they've been exercised. Afterwards, it yields, it yields peaceful fruits of righteousness, the exact same word that he's using here in uh, verse 13. So one more time, only in the book of Hebrews, where the author of Hebrews links exercise with righteousness. And when he linked them together, he said that exercise will lead to a life of righteousness, walking before God in righteousness. That's why it's most likely here when he's saying the word of righteousness, he's talking about the word that yield your righteousness in our walk with Christ. Amen? Same thing Paul talked about in 2 Timothy 3.16. He said, All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for what? For teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. When you know God's word, you're being trained in walking a righteous walk with God. Amen? And that's what he's saying here. Those who are spiritually immature are unskilled, inexperienced in the Bible. They are inexperienced in God's word that leads us and teach us righteousness. Amen? It is very interesting. Outside the book of Hebrews, we see that the description children or those who need milk in relation to God's word is applied in two different ways. You guys are with me? Outside the book of Hebrews, the word children or those who need milk in relation to God's word is used in, in two different ways. It's used about those who don't know the word. And it is used about those who don't obey God's word or apply God's word. You guys are with me? Mm -hmm. You can be a child, spiritual child, who need milk and not solid food in one of two cases. Number one, if you don't know God's word. You don't know the information of God's word. And number two, if you don't obey and apply God's word. Amen? In Ephesians 4.14, we see the first one. You can be spiritually child, spiritually need milk when you don't know God's word. Ephesians 4.14. As a result, we are no longer to be children. The exact same Greek word that the author of Hebrews used here. We are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves of and carried about... Uh, carried about by every wind of doctrine and by trickery of men and by craftiness of deceitful scheming. What he's saying here is this. Part of the 
reason you are not a child anymore or part of the things that happen to those who are children, they are being tossed back and fro by all different kinds of doctrine because they don't know God's word, right? Somebody comes to you and say, hey, you know, Jesus is not fully equal to the Father. You don't know God's word. You believe him. He brings you one scripture, takes it out of context, twists it here and there. Lo and behold, six, seven months later, you're a Jehovah Witness yourself, right? Because you didn't know the word and you're being deceived by somebody who appears to know the word and you don't know it for yourself and you were a child and that's why you were deceived. But number two, we see the description of those who are children or need this desire spiritual milk for those who don't obey God's word, who don't live a life of righteousness. In 1 Corinthians 3, 2 to 3. Here is what Paul said. I fed you with milk and not with solid food. Why? For until now you were not able to receive solid food. That's like the exact same people that the author of Hebrews is talking to, right? You still need milk. You can't take solid food. Why? And even now you're still unable for you are still carnal. Because you don't want to live a life of righteousness because you're accommodating and tolerating and not obeying the word of God. You still cannot digest solid food, but you just need only milk because you're not obeying, you're not applying God's word. Amen? Amen. How you can grow when you walk with Christ, how you can reach spiritual maturity, you need to do things, two things to the word of God, the Bible. Amen? Number one, you need to know it. And number two, you need to Obey. obey it. This is how you can grow out of being a child to be a mature person in the kingdom of God. Amen? Know God's word. Don't depend on me to teach you God's word. You need to know God's word for yourself. You need to study for yourself. This is not, I am trying to do my part, but I cannot do it all for you. You have to do your part. You have to study God's word for yourself. You have to know it for yourself. Amen? Verse 14. But solid food belongs to those. Now, who are those who are spiritually mature? Solid food belongs to those who are full of age. That is, those by the reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. But solid food, what is he talking about here? He's probably still talking about the teaching of Jesus being on the order of Melchizedek. That he said, I cannot share with you right now. This is... Too complicated, too hard to explain. He might be referring here to that teaching that he expounded on in in chapter 7. But the Greek word that he used, those who are full of age, is the exact same Greek word that he just used when he described Jesus, when he said, and having become perfected or he once he perfected he became the author of eternal salvation is the exact same greek word he used here so the word full of age can imply maturity but also imply perfection amen now who are these people who are spiritually mature who are perfect in their walk with christ how does he describe them look at this who are by the reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So when he says discern good and evil, he's talking about those being spiritually spiritually mature, that you can decide what is good and what is evil. For me, I think it's fair to assume that he's saying you can discern good and evil in both conduct and in doctrine. You guys are with me? You, You are... By yourself, on your own, without coming to your pastor, you can discern what is good from evil in both conduct and in 
doctrine. That means if you're in a situation and you don't know what to do as far as conduct goes, you know, should I do that or not do that? You can take that situation and examine it against God's word on your own. And you should be able, when you try to make a decision in the light of God's word, you should be able to know how to conduct yourself. You guys are with me? And in the same way, if somebody comes to you with a doctrine, and I'm telling you, do that even with me. I mean, I'm here, I'm trying to be honest to God's word, but every word I teach you, every scripture I tell you, it says this and it means that, you should not take that from me verbatim and say, hey, Pastor Cammy said it, therefore it must be true. It's your responsibility to discern good from evil. You guys are with me? You should be able to take my word with a grain of salt, go back and test it. And if it doesn't make sense to you, if you see scripture contradicts what I say, then God's word is true and I am not true. You guys are with me? Remember, it is your, your responsibility. It is your maturity. That's how you know that you're mature. When you can discern good from evil, not when your pastor can discern good from evil. You guys are with me? Important. Very important. Know God's word. You guys get the point? Know God's word. Amen? The idea here says that those who have their senses exercised. The Greek word that he used here is actually um, gymnazo. Do you know what we get? The English word gymnasium from. Gymnasium from. I'm going to the gym. That's the exact same Greek word that he used here to describe those who reach spiritual maturity. They go to the gym, he says, and exercise. I don't know about you. Gym is never fun. Is it fun? If you think gym is fun, let's talk because there's something wrong with you. Gym is never fun. It's, it's, it's hard exercise, right? But that's what he's saying here. He's saying God's word, you need to be like, dig into it. You need to kind of suck it up and do it. That's what he's saying. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if it makes you feel good or not. You need to know God's word. It's hard exercise, but you have to do it. Amen? Now, I'm just going in that verse backward because this is what I'm trying to get to. It says that those who are spiritually mature, who are by reason of listening to their pastors, have their senses exercised, right? What does it say? By the reason of use. Who's using? Who's the one who's doing the exercise? Those who are spiritually mature, right? It doesn't say that... Those who just listen to the good pastor, therefore, these are the ones who are spiritually mature. It is the believer individual responsibility. Your responsibility, just as much as it's my responsibility, that you use your own senses and train yourself in God's word so you can receive, you can get to the point of spiritual maturity and you're able to discern good from evil in both doctrine and conduct. You guys are with me? You guys are with me? Whenever I meet somebody and say, and I ask them, why did you leave your church and come here or something like that? And they say, I just don't feel like I'm being fed. Let me just (laughs) talk about this for a minute. I just don't feel like I'm being fed. Well, when somebody tells me that, I usually take it with a grain of salt. I don't say, oh man, I understand. I I, I was like, okay. For me, I probably have doubt in my heart that they're going to continue with us. Because there's there's two sides of that coin. You guys are with me? The first side of that coin is this. Pastors are teachers of God's word. Right? Teachers. You should come here. You learn something from God's word. If you don't learn something from God's word, then change your teacher. You guys are with me? Have you ever been to like, 
Let's say you want to do um, taxes class or whatever, um, real estate class or something like that. And you sign up for this class to learn how to do real estate. And then you go, you listen to that teacher for 45 minutes for an hour. And then you leave and you tell your friends or your family members or something. You know, that teacher, he, he is really a kind person. Like, you can feel that he's sweet, he's caring, he's tender, he talks to us, and he's just, like, really very personable. But I have to say, after listening to him for 45 minutes, I have not learned a single piece of new information about real estate. Then guess what? You're going to fail the exam. You guys are with me? Because it's good that the teacher is caring, but the teacher's job is to teach you. And if you go listen to him and you're not learning anything new then guess what? This is a bad teacher and you need to quit that teacher. Go find yourself a different teacher. You guys are with me? I think honestly the same principles apply to every pastor. I'm including myself in this. Pastors ought to be God's, God's words teachers. We, you ought to come here, listen to God's word, and you'll learn something new. I don't care. I tell people whenever I go out and witness and some people say, you know, I want to become a Christian. I want to follow Jesus. Like, you have to go to church. And I tell them, the one thing you should be looking for in the church is this. Am I being taught the word of God? Am I learning something new from God's word when I go to church? Right? Because if you're not, then quit that church. You guys are with me? And I'm subjecting myself to the exact same um, rules. If you come here, you're not learning anything new from God's word. All the information is old, nothing new. Your, God's word is not challenging you. You're not seeing God's word in a new light. Then please come talk to me. I'm doing my job wrong. You guys are with me? But it is the pastor's responsibility as a teacher of God's word to dig deeper. You guys work full time. Supposedly, like everybody works full time. The pastor's job to work full time to study God's word, right? And if I'm spending 20 or 30 hours a week studying, and at the end of the week, I give you the exact same information that you already know, then guess what? I should be studying something else. You guys are with me? So there's that one side to that coin. The flip side of that coin is this. If you've been a Christian for 5 years, 10 years, 20, 30 years, and you still... I'm talking about people who say, I left my church because I'm not being fed. If you've been a Christian for 30 years and you still, need to need, you still need to be fed, I think we have a problem. You guys are with me? You should not need to be fed by this time. You ought to be a teacher yourself. You don't need somebody else to feed you the word of God. You guys are with me? You ought to know God's word for your own self. When I sit down with Micah and Kezia and Sila and we're eating, Sila, my one and a half year old, doesn't have... To ask me to feed her. I, I see that she's struggling with food. She cannot put the pasta in the fork. So I help her by myself. And I feed her. You guys are with me? But when Micah who's five years old say. Daddy feed me. What do I tell him? No. You feed yourself. You're five years old. You're a grown up now. You can do it. And if you cannot feed yourself. We have a problem. You guys are with me? So there's two sides to that one coin. It is God's, God's people, the pastors, it is their responsibility to teach God's word. But the flip coin of that, what did the author of Hebrews say here? Say that you reach spiritual maturity. How? By the reason of use. You get your senses 
exercised in the gym. You need to go to God's word every single day. You need to dig deeper. You need to memorize it. You need to know it. You need to study it. You need to read it. You need to know God's word. So when you come across a situation in your life, or you come across somebody who's challenging you in your doctrine, you should be able to examine that against God's word and discern good from evil on your own. You guys are with me. That was the problem with the people that the author of Hebrews was addressing. And remember this. This problem has some eternal consequences. These people got to the point that they were so sluggish and so dull of hearing when it comes to God's word that they would even consider abandoning God altogether. You guys are with me? Take your walk with Christ extremely serious. You guys are with me? All right, let's close our eyes and pray.